Welcome to Latinas Unscripted, where we take you through our journey in the entertainment industry and much more. What's up, mi gente? Hola, lovely listeners. I'm Carrie. And I'm Denise. Welcome back to another episode of Latinas Unscripted. Denise, tell me, after your page program, what happened? Well, I, I did mention in a previous episode, maybe our first one, that uh, I had a friend who had recently moved out to Los Angeles, got a two-bedroom apartment, and they said, hey, I have a second bedroom available if you want it. I packed my bags, moved across the country. And while I, I think it was about two months, I was unemployed. I was like applying for jobs and interviewing. And then one of the teams that I had applied to work with for another position reached out to me and they said, hey, our assistant is leaving. It's not the position that you applied for, but would you be interested in this one, which was an assistant role at DreamWorks. It was for a both development and current production department. That just basically means shows that aren't airing yet and are aren't being specifically made, like the scripts aren't being written and the art's not, but it's it's in development, which means that it's going to eventually get to that phase. And then current production is all the shows that are currently being worked on. Their scripts are being written, the art for each episode is being designed. And then shows that we currently are seeing on television. Exactly. And shows, exactly, because sometimes you have like multiple seasons of a show. Yeah. So yeah, I, I worked, I was basically an assistant for both of those departments in the kids' space, and yeah, it was wild. I had three bosses. Wow, three bosses. Yes, it was my first time being an assistant. I mean, I remember my computer screen, the entire surround, like every single border had a post-it note with a reminder of things because every person likes things done differently. So you have to like adapt and cater yeah. yourself to their needs. It was kind of my introduction into, oh, you can have a job in the kids space. This is great. I've always felt like I'm a kid at heart. You know, I, I still enjoy and watch children's TV shows and I find them fun and funny. Yeah, I, I eventually they were going to add another development executive. I so you were going to have four? Yes, but then they had a meeting internally and they decided not a good idea. Yeah. They hired another assistant and then I was just I kept working in the current production space as opposed to the development side. I am very grateful because I think four would, would have been a lot. Definitely just with three. Yeah. Can't even I, imagine. I learned so much from my team and I'm so I'm so grateful for, for them. And I, I still keep in touch with all of them. But yeah, my, my time as an assistant. So I get asked sometimes, do you think you have to be an assistant? And I, I think it's... I wasn't, quote unquote, a production assistant on any set or TV show, but it, it goes in line with what a previous discussion that we had where this training aspect comes into play when yeah. you are an assistant and you are, quote unquote, at the at the bottom of the totem pole. You're learning so much. You're taking in so much information. I learned so much about the kids space and the industry just being an assistant, even though I wasn't in the meetings, mm -hmm. but I was seeing all the things that were happening because of the meetings. And I was looped into the emails and I was scheduling meetings on meetings. You know, I, all of that ends up adding to the education that you get during that time period. So you do become more aware of the of the space itself, of what's relevant, uh, key terms and terminology. I'm, I'm very grateful that I was able to learn all that because I think it, it has made my time in this space and in this industry better. I'm more, I was more prepared for it. Yeah. But while I was an assistant, I was trying to figure out like, okay, what, what is my next move? Yeah. Where do I see myself? And sitting behind that desk and getting all those scripts sent in. Because you're right. reading them too. That's yes, the other thing exactly. too. You're, you're yeah. like, you have access. Yeah. 
to all of that material as they come into your boss because you are looped into those. And again, I had three different bosses. So I was looped into a lot of emails and I was able to see a lot of scripts, show art, etc. I I fell in love with that process Mm -hmm. and I thought, wait, is it something that I could do? By process, I mean like the process of a show being created. I love being able to, for example, read all the scripts for like a new episode. The designs for the episode aren't out yet, but once the scripts have to go through their sequence of approvals and I got to like see the notes from the executives come in and then the notes from their own team and like the back and forth on like and the changes to a script for whatever reason. I love being able to be a to, to see that and be mm-hmm. involved in all that because it kind of it helped me become aware that like oh this is like a, a job that i could if these people yeah. are writing these scripts like you need people to write the scripts exactly and you also get when you were in this meeting well not in this meetings when you were exposed yeah. to these I was notes exposed to it yeah that these executives and other team members were saying it's like you also get to see inside their brain because mm-hmm. you're reading the script on your own and you're like oh, okay this is your thoughts about it but then once you see the notes that are coming in you're like oh i didn't think about that and then you start like literally piecing it together and going in and looking at things that you were not aware of it's it's actually i mean yeah yes basically that you end up learning without even trying like i wasn't trying to learn about like what an executive might say about this kind of joke Mm -hmm. but like i you end up absorbing all of that because you see the back and forth but it's it when I was in college, I and even after graduating, I kind of became the writer of like my friend groups who like to produce things mm-hmm. together. And I enjoyed writing and I could imagine dialogue in my head that was fine with me. It kind of just ended up happening. Like I wrote my thesis. It, I wrote yeah. it and we ended up shooting. My friend and I shot it together. We had a, it was a big production, right? But I, I was the writer on that. And then in the being an assistant and seeing all these scripts mm-hmm. come in, I'm like, oh, I've I've done something, I've done this, but these are people who are doing this like as a living yes, and doing it for, for kids TV and animation. I like that. And so I started having conversations with um, my bosses. Mm-hmm. started telling them, expressing my interest. They let me shadow shows in like the writer's rooms to see what it would be like. Very supportive. And yeah, I one of the shows that I actually had shadowed, which was Madagascar, mm-hmm. A Little Wild. Very so cute, adorable that show. adorable. Wait, was this the show of them, Madagascar, like them younger? Yeah. Oh. You can watch it on Hulu. Yes. <laughs> yes, I, I worked on that show because I became their script coordinator. It was massively like, I think it was a combination of, I had been taking writers mm-hmm. classes, DreamWorks, the company, they had offered a few writers classes that you could like apply to and participate in and I applied to the ones that I could. I participated, I got in, participated in them. I was sharing my work, getting feedback, also talking about my interest. This is what I think would be the the best next step for me, talking to the internal hiring teams of this is what I think would be make sense, like this is the kind of creative trajectory that I want to have. And then the pandemic hit and I became a script coordinator. So, Blessing know, in disguise in a way. It's just <laughs> just crazy timing. It honestly yeah. was crazy timing. I would I definitely I don't know how I would have gotten to that point without having been an assistant. And that's just for me. You know, everyone's journey is different. But like, in my sense, I didn't even know that that was a position that existed. You know, I didn't know that that could be a natural occurring step for me on on the way to to create my own shows and write scripts, etc. I had to have that exposure as an assistant. But that's because I don't come from a world where 
these are things that are like spoken mm-hmm. about in day to day. I didn't know these were a thing. So I'm great, very grateful for my time as an assistant and the knowledge that I got from it. But it's also where we met. It is. But here, to your point, though, you want to set yourself up for success. Yeah. Going back to the becoming, being an assistant and going through that step. I know that a lot of us, we're like, oh my God, I just want to get to my main goal or I want to be this. And yeah, that that's the goal. But if you jump to that without being prepared, without being prepared, then you're not really setting up yourself for success. I also get it, though, when you jump to that and then you're learning along yeah. the way and you're throwing yourself out there. Everyone's journey is different. Exactly. I'm there with you. Like, I feel like it's good because we're both in the same mindset of like, hey, we enjoyed being an assistant in the way that we got to learn. We got to take everything in. So we are preparing ourselves for the next step. You're catering to multiple people, especially yes. if you have multiple bosses. Like you, you know, did. That's, <laughs> yes, like I did, you know. Um, but I, I definitely, like, I can see all the learning that I got mm-hmm. from being able to yeah. have that exposure and that experience. And also just learning that what I loved to do and what I like to do could be a career. Which might sound funny to some people. It's like, how didn't you know that you could do that? But, like, I genuinely, yeah. I didn't come from that kind of, I don't come from that kind of background. I didn't know that it was an opportunity that I could pursue and that it could you know that type of alignment of childhood dreams and enjoyment what you can actually make your career into it wasn't connecting for me until i had this opportunity yeah i also met amazing people people that i still stay in touch with and someone that i started a podcast with (laughs) because you were also an assistant while i was an assistant which is where we met yes that is exactly where we met daddy has done everything (laughs) you guys think that i'm kidding when i say she's literally done everything Well, I've dabbled in a few things. I would say that. Yes. My experience was a little different than Denise because Denise basically she did her page program and then she became an assistant. I, however, had already been in freelance for quite some time. I loved animation. That's a thing, too. And this opportunity came up. I was actually temping. I was temping for DreamWorks. Yes, you were. Yes, you were. that's what happened. I was temping for DreamWorks. And it can you, was... Can you explain what temping is yes. for those who don't know? Yes. Temping is basically you are working in a position for a specific set of time. It could be temping for maybe somebody that's maternity leave yeah. or temping while they find somebody to put in that position as a full time mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Mine was two months, I believe, that I was temping, and it was for the talent team. It was a point in my in my career, you know how I talked about having those long breaks and everything? Yeah. There was a long break, and I wasn't really getting anything, and this came across. I'm like, yeah, let's do it, and I could get into the scripted world and get a little bit more into the corporate, because I've really never done it before. After that, the opportunity came up to the assistant role opened up actually yeah, for current production for current production yes i got the position and Woo-hoo. that's how denny's and i met wait we need to tell <laughs> hold on a little tidbit we need i know to- i know there's more okay. too yes there's because we were we were working on the same floor opposite ends to yes. each other and we had a mutual friend who I, I befriended and became close with who also who worked right next to Gotti. it's so funny when you are on the west coast i feel like sometimes the the Caribbean Spanish speaking community we are you find one you're like oh my god I'm so excited yes but you're you also don't you're never sure if you have found one so for example last name Figueroa yeah my last name De La Cruz yes I saw her last name and I said wait 
Figueroa. Put two and two together. I'm like, she she looks like that. And her last name is Figueroa. I wonder, does she speak Spanish? Am I wrong in this? Because you never want to assume. Yeah. But I remember you telling me it was the exact same thing for you, where you were like, does she, does she not? And I yes. think, I, I remember you coming up to my desk and we had the, are you, do you, should I say a Spanish word? Will you get the Spanish word? Oh my God. And then that's how we discovered Puerto Rican like, yes. and Dominican. Because yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so rare to see out here. And so, yes. and I just remember that moment. It was just so funny to me. I'm just like, I remember telling my mom too. I called my mom. I was like, I found a Puerto yes. Rican. <laughs> It was such a rare occurrence to me. I'm like, I can't believe I just found someone who's Puerto Rican out here. The feeling um, was mutual because that <laughs> night when I talked to my mom too, I was like, mom, I met a Dominican. I met a Dominican in LA. And she's like, really? She's like, oh, wow. And I'm like, no, no, no. But like, yes. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I have met a Dominican in LA. <laughs> I kid you not. Like if I, I have met this past year, I met the second Puerto Rican I know. And it's, what, been how many years? Four years since, like, I had moved back out here? Yeah. In four years, now recently meeting a second one. And I met another Dominican out here for the first time, like, last month. Wow. Look at that. But just just to your point. Yeah. There's not that many of us. Yeah. It's like, you think, it's like, yeah, but not, there is a lot, but at the same time, not really. Another fun fact is that we switch locations. So when we switch locations, office locations, office locations, yes, to the campus, Denise and I were actually the only Hispanic Latina woman on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> like, we were. We were. You end up bonding. Like, yes. It's impossible not yes. to. Yes. You end up bonding. And another point to that, I'll go a little bit into my experience of being an assistant. Denise was in the current and the development. So she was a little bit, she had her foot in both of the worlds. I was current. So I had nothing to do with development. So my experience is a little bit different. Being the only Hispanic and Latinas on the floor, I remember this one example like my boss we were doing a show and he was looking into a character and she was hispanic then he asked me about her looks he asked me also like there was a specific line that he asked me about and he wanted to get my input just because it's like well we're one of the only hispanics on the floor at that moment i feel like oh my god this is my time to like yes i can help out i'm excited about this because this is me like oh this is what Hispanics look like this mm-hmm. is kind of like how they talk. This is like their personality. At that point, I felt like, yes, I'm representing my people yeah. <laughs> in here. I think that that genuinely just helped us grow fonder. Our bond grew yes. because we were the only two on the floor. Yes. <laughs> and because specifically, we not, not only did we have like our Latino, Hispanic background, it's that we were both from the Spanish-speaking Caribbean specifically, which is, like, even harder to find. Yeah. And also because our culture is very similar. Yeah. Even within our foods and how we talk is very similar. Yes. Colloquialisms, too. Like yes. There's, yeah. Because there's different kinds of words that mean different kinds of things in different Spanish. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know how else to explain it. But I'm consistently out here. I'm learning new things phrases and terms that I'm not used to or I wasn't raised with. But I'm happy that my time as an assistant and your stint as an assistant allowed us to meet. We spoke about you becoming an assistant. We spoke about us meeting. Amazing. And you did mention becoming a script coordinator. Yes. Now, can you tell us a little bit about what a script coordinator does? Yeah. 
it's something that I was exposed to for the first time as an assistant because I did not know about that role. But essentially, you're you're the middleman mm-hmm. between production and the writing team. You're in the writers' meetings right. and you work with the writers' room. You get to pitch ideas and take notes during the meeting, but you're also consistently communicating with the production, the, the rest of the production team. You're sending out materials to everyone when the writers are done with the script and it's been approved. You're sending that out to everyone so that everyone can see, hey, here you have the materials. Here's a script. Now you can basically design the episode because the design team needs to know, wait, this episode needs a pool? We don't have a pool. We need to build a pool yes. need to design that you're the middleman you're also going to recording sessions which is just like when the script is done approved and goes out to the casting teams okay. and then they get recorded by the actors and you're in those meetings as well you're are t- you doing anything in the recordings this varies depending on the studio that okay. you're working for specifically where i was at yes i was i was actually taking notes on a script for example if you were an actress your line was Oh, hello there. So you say it three times. Mm-hmm. Oh, hello there. Oh, hello there. Oh, hello there. You know, you said it three times. Yeah. There are voice directors and also executives in the room, and they're choosing which one they love the most. Mm-hmm. So okay. they'll say, I like B or I like C, which is like the second or third one. And then my job would be to write down exactly like, okay, they like this option and this option. When all that audio gets sent to a editor... They already know which they're pulling so that they can... They end up creating this uh, a track that is basically the entire episode, but just in dialogue. So your notes help to put it's, yeah. this dialogue together. Everything from ends up piecing what they together. Liked. Okay. Yes. Oh, wow. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty amazing just to see the process and yeah. to know how it works. Before you even have like an animated version of the episode, you have the audio version without any sound effects or anything like that. It's just like the raw audio Mm -hmm. from everyone who's recorded and the favorite takes is what they're called. The favorite versions, each uh, line. Yeah. And you're taking notes during that and you're sending those notes out to the editor. You're going to those meetings where like, oh, maybe we need to re-record this line. And you're letting other people know that this line needs to be re-recorded. There's a lot of steps. I I will say it's definitely, and again, this depends on the studio that Mm -hmm. you're working for. But in terms of my experience, it's definitely one that has like a lot of moving pieces that can affect various different parts of production. But everyone's working together and we just all want to make a nice show for kids. <laughs> yeah. I also feel like my time as an assistant helped me because yeah. I've seen other, I was able to meet other script coordinators and I saw how they worked and I saw like when they did have to reach out to different executives and they were the ones sending out those scripts. Everything ties together. <laughs> yeah. So you already went into that position at least with some background knowledge yeah. in that specific world. If you've enjoyed this episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button for new episode notifications. And while you're at it, follow us at Latinas Unscripted to keep up with your favorite Latinas. Until next time. Bye.